This is Verve, the style podcast, your only source for everything fashion on the internet. We're your hosts. I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Averett. With a combined 10 years of experience in e-commerce fashion, from buying and styling to visual merchandising and content creation, Katie and I know firsthand how the internet is reshaping the fashion industry. We sit down with your favorite creators and the next wave of innovators to discuss how they're pushing fashion forward and break down five of their favorite fits. On our solo episodes, we get into the latest fashion news, runway shows, internet trends, pop culture. It's basically like going to happy hour with your fashion besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and follow along on TikTok and Instagram to see what we're wearing. I'm at Katie Gassman, two S's, two N's. And I'm at Anna Grace Averett. That's A-V as in Valentino, E-R-E-T-T. So sit back with your mandatory three beverages and enjoy the show. Welcome everybody to Verb. We have a lot to catch up on. We have so many exciting topics to talk about today. We're going to need some time. I'm excited. But first, Katie, I missed you last week. How have you been? Oh, good. Just very busy. Um, Had some stuff going on that really opened up an opportunity for you to shine in the red carpet review space. You know, I got some good feedback. I did not think I'd be able to talk. I mean, I did think I'd be able to talk for an hour, but to actually do it is something different. Yes, it is. a Solo skill. Solo podcasting is certainly a skill. I felt like Emma Chamberlain. (laughs) Easter egg for later. We're coming back to her. Yes, exactly. Exactly. What have you had going on life-wise, clothing-wise, closet-wise? Oh my God. Um, so much. Okay. Let's give a rundown of my past few weeks into my upcoming weeks. So I was in South Carolina, if you recall, mid to early August for my cousin's bridal shower. I come back that same day. I get back to Baltimore. I go to the beach. I go to the beach and then I come back. We go out. I believe we talked about this. We go out on that Friday night. I go to a pool party the next night. We have a farewell dinner on Sunday. Then I get sick. Then I have COVID. But plot twist, I have two weeks left in Baltimore and two weeks left in the house that I've been living in for three years. And I needed to pack. I needed to move. But I couldn't do none of that because I was sick and quarantining. Incapacitated. As were you. Correct. Yes. At the same time. So then finally, I'm better. I get over the hump. I move out within a few days. I move back home. I'm with my parents. I'm chilling. I'm saving money on rent, more money for clothes. What's not to love? More money to travel. But then I moved to my parents on Saturday. The following Wednesday, I'm back in South Carolina for another two weeks because I have a bachelorette party and then my uncle's getting married. And I was like, well, it makes more sense to stay here now. But I literally packing here, like my shit is not unpacked in my parents' house whatsoever. I was digging through boxes. My underwear missing for like four days. Couldn't find it. (laughs) Could not find it. And like trying to find my bathing suits, like trying to find an outfit to come down here. So I'm I'm here now. I went on the bachelor party that was this past weekend. Had a great time. Yeah, great time. It was in Hilton Head over Labor Day weekend. Fabulous. Then my uncle's wedding is this upcoming weekend. And then I'll come back to Maryland on Monday. And then on Wednesday, we're flying to Vegas for another bachelorette party. I am so not stressed, right? We have been looking forward to this trip for so long at this point. I am beyond hyped. But I 
specifically did not procrastinate on finding an outfit. I have been on the hunt for maybe six weeks now. And it's just impossible. It is so difficult to find a dress that I am so excited to be wearing. Like I ordered another three today and I'm not exactly hopeful. I I have to say. So we'll see. There are no dresses for sale in the state of Maryland. I went to the Towson mall, not a damn thing there. I, in my searching today, felt like the sites were perhaps a bit fuller than they were two weeks ago when I last placed an order. And I did find that promising until I spent two hours scrolling and still only made three purchases that I'm not super confident in. So where are they from? ASOS. Um, My foray into the mid range of pricing was not fabulous the first time around. However, I received some TikTok comments that said that the choices that I picked the first time were too homecoming, which TBH agreed. I think that that's what they were giving. And that's why. Okay. But also like, I'm sorry, here's the requirements for our listeners. Vegas night out. You're at a club. The dress is like the theme of the night is studio 54. The thing 70s glamour, all the 70s shit out there is tacky. It's tacky or it's not sexy enough. Like I could rock a fabulous bell sleeve, like romper situation. I could rock a sleeveless jumpsuit with like a deep V. I could do some of the cool stuff that 70s had going on, but it's too modest if I'm honest. Like I want to look like a slore. Like I'm trying to be hot. And yes, that's Vegas energy. And no one's delivering on that for less than $400. Like I I guess we're meant to be expensive hookers. Literally. I (laughs) have had to drop some money. I ended up buying like a retrofit dress that was expensive. But I was like in the same boat as you. And I was like, you know what? I want to actually like love a dress and have it in my wardrobe for a while. And be like so happy that I have that there. Right. Exactly. Like I'm not trying to feel wasteful about this purchase. Like I want it to be impactful overall. And like maybe, and that's, I think what I'm struggling with, with these potential purchases that are coming through. I'm like, I can't see myself wearing this again after this event. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. I don't, I don't want that for me. So we'll see how it turns out. Did you think about renting the runway? I did have that cross my mind today. I did not end up looking, but I do have pieces to use. So it could end up being an option, which would be fabulous. Like, I still don't know what I'm wearing. I struggle on the bikini front because we're going yep. to a pool party the next day. Yep. I hate every bikini that's come out this year. I don't know. I um, None of them. Well, the only one that I've liked was sold out of my size and I just mentally can't get over it. Yeah. Like, even was like... <laughs> I basically did the same thing as you with the dresses. And I was like, fuck it. I'll order two on Amazon. I'm desperate. Yep. Trash. How did anyone, how does anyone wear an Amazon bikini? I truly don't understand. Like it was so ill-fitting, such poor quality. I don't feel hot in it because it's, I don't know. It's just not what I'm used to. Yeah. Not it. And so I ordered like two from a brand that I like. They were having a sample sale. But the two I got, I like, but it's not earth shattering. I'm not feeling confident going into it. Uh-huh. What shoes am I wearing? I have no fucking clue. I'm going to literally Absolutely get not. back on Monday afternoon. And then I'm going to have to pack again in my room that's disheveled. 
not nothing's unpacked we need just to leave again we need to have things really organized see i'm not a spreadsheet girl when it comes to packing i I'm, pack on I the know, vibes and the that, vibes but one. i'm pressing you to do it otherwise your vibes are going to be they're going to require a lot of maintenance i'm trying see, to i just can't imagine like picking out every outfit i want to wear like it feels too restrictive i don't know all i know is that i'm going to have to make a spreadsheet not necessarily powerpoint but a spreadsheet so that i at least understand what pieces i'm missing what pieces am i still on the hunt for you know like that's that's where i'm struggling at the moment and that's what i'm going to press myself to do this week so hopefully then i can have that done i just uh life right now is a bit overwhelming in general. So let's talk about some things perhaps that are escapism, right? Venice Film Festival. We have some fantastic outfits. Yes. I was very pleasantly surprised with the array of, that we got. I feel like there were several Instagram opens this weekend that I was just like, <gasps> like a little bit of a shock. And I was like, yes, so good. <laughs> I was so happy. So the first one that I think the entire internet was obsessed with is Timothy Chalamet for better wearing, or worse for wearing hater Ackerman. So it is a red satin. It's like a halter neck top with a wraparound scarf sleeveless with some like skinny matching red pants with a monochromatic look with black ankle boots, the zipper. Um, so it, it's on the quite feminine side, maybe a little bit Harry style, seventies rocker, gender yeah. blurring. Yeah. I love Timothy Chalamet. I love a risk and I like it. I see it could be controversial, but I'm on the, I'm a fan side of this. So I don't dislike it for any of the aforementioned points. I think that it looks great um, as an outfit, but you had like you look at this and you see Mr. Tumnus from the Chronicles of Narnia immediately. <laughs> like it is not. I just, I just think that perhaps regardless of if it works for his lines or his coloring or his uh, brand affiliations, like whatever, like you need to have the self-awareness to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say like, I look like a half man, half goat in this outfit and I'm not going to be wearing this in public. I don't know. I'm sorry, is, like is that something that he or his team could have accurately predicted? Yes. Have you ever seen Chronicles of Narnia? Like it's the first, like it is not an unreal comparison. Like it is so striking when you see them back to back, I, it's going to have to be on our Instagram. Otherwise, I mean, I oh, don't it'll, it'll be included. I just think that it, I don't know that they would have put that together. I feel like the internet is just so good at making up memes. And then once you see it, you can't unsee it. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, and but I stand by that statement. Mr. Tumnus walked the red carpet. Emma Chamberlain, Oh, she's fabulous. looking fabulous. Yes. Wearing Roberto Cavalli. First time I've seen her wearing Cavalli, which, you know, I love because it's a sexy sex appeal moment. She's dripping in all white, like a plunging neckline, slim cut gown. And then there's like this beading detail upside down Y situation. Actually, like diamonds on her hoo-ha. From basically. afar, it looks like uh, an Eiffel Tower over top of her private parts. Like, it's yes. It is oh, it does. a stunning moment, you know, the city of love, as they say. But it's working for her. And then obviously she's dripping in jewels. I'm sure that's a Cartier ambassadorship coming into play there. 
but she just like truly can do no wrong she looks good in everything yeah she looks great but did you also see that she just had a they wanted to call it a collaboration with oh. Aritzia that la- launched last Tuesday. Yes. Um, I was excited when I saw it the day before, like being advertised. And I was like, I literally was like, I'm going to have to look at 10 a.m. tomorrow when it launches. Like everything's going to sell out super quick. Like I'm sure it'll be super cool. I log on to Aritzia at like 1030 and I, it's on the homepage. I click it and I'm like, this is just Aritzia clothes with Emma Chamberlain modeling it. Yeah, it's. So it's for the Sunday best line, um, which I don't really, I don't know that I think that Aritzia does a really good job of explaining their collections or their fabrics or like what is for what. I mean, we know that's really hard to do as a brand, but (laughs) there was just, I don't know. Like you said, it looked good. Like she looked fabulous. Like she wasn't, um, in anything ill-fitting or whatever, but it was boring. Like, I, I don't know. It's also, I think part of it is that a lot of the clothes in the collection themselves are not really that interesting. Um, there's like some pleated skirts, some polos. Um, it's like this preppy academia thing, but it just looks like school uniforms and it's really not of interest to me. Yeah. I was going to say, I think their Sunday best line is probably more of um affordable younger geared line for Aritzia because a lot of their other lines have more like workwear pieces and that are more expensive maybe over a hundred dollars where Sunday best tends to be under a hundred but I think it would have been a lot more exciting had there been like a set of pieces that Emma like collaborated on that were like slightly giving more than it was because like you would say it was very plain and it basically looked like a grid page curated of Emma's favorites and Emma does have especially in her street style and like her everyday style it is more simple like she doesn't wear a lot of statement pieces so I think it's like her styling and her energy that really pulls it off but because it was not so heavily curated and it was large I feel like you didn't get her touch on anything rather than like a few photos that again were really cute and looked really good but I don't think it delivered to the entire collection yeah and I'm not I have no idea how much money would have to be exchanged between Aritzia and Emma Chamberlain to get a full-on collaboration because Aritzia is a big brand but Emma Chamberlain's huge like that would probably be very expensive I mean you know that modeling campaign was they already dropped shit big time on that right exactly so Good for Emma, but not super interesting. Yes, for sure. Someone who is delivering absolute drama, though, that we love to Mm, see is mm -hmm. Florence Pugh in Valentino. Yeah. So I have not really. So Florence, my only real exposure to her was in the Black Widow movie. Um, I never did see Little Women, but I thought that she I'm like 95 percent sure now that that's left my mouth like she was in that, right? Black Widow? Yeah. I think so. I saw Little Woman, so that's my exposure to her. Okay. I think that she's fabulous. I really like her, but this was like, this was promoting a movie. I think that she had a lot of drama in like with Shia LaBeouf and then Leonardo, no, Harry Styles. And then um, Olivia Wilde, Olivia Wilde. Right. So I love that this is a drama moment. And this was like her big statement for that like because she looks because everyone knows what's happening it's not a secret what about the drama with the movie 
Yes, exactly. Right. It's big. It's big celebrity news. And so she showed up and showed out. Yeah, that's like this. Um, she looks like she's wearing a tiny romper underneath, like strapless, short. And then on top, it's like tulle with this glitter stars all over it. Big puffy sleeves, big train, big feather shoes. It's fun. I love it's it. So fun. Um, love that for her. Yes. And the next is Sadie Sink, who is from Stranger Things, wearing Alexander McQueen. And I think she looks stunning. I love this like natural kind of undone waves paired with this like really fancy ball gown that's it's got like a glittery bodice cutouts, which is a theme that we saw last week with the VMAs too that we've seen in red carpets all this year. It's been cutouts. And then a ruffly like lilac gray bottom. Mm-hmm. And I just think she looks, I feel like the film festivals, like cons too, like there's a certain balance of glamour and effortlessness that I feel like she perfectly achieved. Agreed. I think it's part of being in Europe, like inherently. And I think that harsh glam, it would have been so intense on her. I think that everybody who made styling decisions here did a really good job. Yeah. Cause it could be easy to like, want to put her in a slick back bun mm-hmm. and like severe cat eye or something right? like very of the moment glam, but she's very well suited. Yes. Next up is Kate Blanchett and one of our favorite designers on the podcast, Scaparelli. Yes. I love, love, love. This is a strapless wide leg velvet jumpsuit with I'm unsure. Are they real florals? Do we know? But florals all across the uh, bust line. And it just looks so striking. So beautiful. She's like a human vase. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Again, (laughs) no heavy glam. Like it looks like she maybe has like pink lip gloss on. She's got like, you know, pretty face makeup on, but she's not wearing anything dramatic in her hair. Like it's pretty simple. I mean, Kate's just a style icon too. She always looks good. She's beautiful. Okay, next up. I thought there were two actresses that really like took home the style award on the Venice Film Festival because I swear both of these people had at least seven different looks that I was like jaw dropping every time. I tried to find out who their stylists were and I could not find it. So if you know, DM us, let us know because they are absolutely killing it at their job. The first is Tessa Thompson, who is from Thor was like the biggest movie I could find that she's been in Mm -hmm. and some of our favorites that we pulled this first one is a lime neon green Christopher John Rogers moment Mm -hmm. and it's very gilded age with the bustle but then it's like modern with the neons didn't uh Christopher John Rogers dress all of um that Beyonce performance at uh the Met Gala is that what that was do you remember what I'm talking about? They all wore lime green. It would not have been the Met Gala. I think it was probably the Grammys. That would make sense. Um, but yes, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, because she also loves to support young Black American designers. So that checks out. Um, her next outfit, I think, is one of my favorites, uh, was the Marc Jacobs outfit with this metallic, massive bubble uh embellishment with a big train down the back. I mean, there's no other, I feel like there's no other word to describe it because it goes all the way around her front and then down through the back. Like Uh, a reverse cape, really. Yeah. It's like, it kind of gives me like geisha vibes or like some kind of Japanese, like traditional styling element to it because there's like 
these two big panels that came down the back um, with like a column dress underneath. It's maybe like a sage green and these massive platform Mary Janes with multiple straps, teeny tiny little top knots on top of her head. It's all very striking. Yes, and I remember seeing this collection and being really excited to see it on the red carpet because quite frankly, it's not very wearable for day-to-day -day life, right? Like the right. only time that you would see this is on the red carpet. So super glad to see someone doing it. I love this on her. My one criticism is I feel like her glam might be too harsh. Like she's got like a dark brown lipstick and a really heavy contour. It feels like Rihanna glam. Like I feel like I, you could put Rihanna in this exact glam and outfit set up and it would like not that Tessa Thompson looks bad like I love this outfit on her but I think that it just kind of like has that Rihanna energy to it like I feel like if she'd done the glam from Christopher John Rogers outfit before not the hair mm -hmm. but like just the face mm -hmm. like a little softer it would have been better good. but I, again I love this outfit so I can't complain that much okay the last one that we loved is all red wearing Ely Saab and it is like this hood that is very sculptural. It comes all the way down or across her bodice and then sculpts into the dress, which turns into a train in the back. And then she has on the same color red tight boot situation, like the tights blend into the shoe. And then she's wearing a little box bag in her hand, which if you listen to last week's episode, you know how I feel about bags on the red carpet. I don't want to see it. That's what your team is there for. But... I do love the monochromatic all red look and I love the red lipstick matching as well. Yeah. I, this is, um, giving like star Wars peasant. Um, I was literally about to say that. <laughs> um, I do really like it. I'm a big fan of red lip with like just mascara and eyebrows, like with no other big face makeup going on. Um, and I really like that here as well. Yeah. So, Tessa Thompson takeover. We love to see it. The next yes. person we're going to cover is Jodie Turner Smith, who's a British actress who was part of The White Noise, which was an apocalypse comedy that premiered at the Venice Film Festival. And in one of her arrival looks, she's wearing this like cheer organza gradient pink to yellow to a light blue suit. I think this is so fucking cool. I love this. Right. Outfit. It's so good. It's so casual, elevated. Yes. Everything about it is literally perfection. I want it now. Yes. Next, she's wearing a blue mini dress with all this blue fringe on it from Risa Vanessa. Do you think I can get this for our Studio 54 night? Oh my God, Katie, be perfect. <laughs> like this, this is where modesty I would not have. Uh, qualms about it you know like I would wear this in a heartbeat like all this fringe can you imagine just dancing in that like uh beautiful beautiful putting your arms in the air I feel like what's something that she's doing really well too is that if you look at all her looks that we're going over she does like maximalism in the fact that like in this blue outfit she has a big diamond really big earrings on there's a big brooch in the center of the dress with the fringe with the bag strappy shoes like individually there's a lot going on but it doesn't overwhelm her at all no, not at all. Like she has a very um, dramatic energy to her, like a striking energy to her. Um, her essence. Yes, that feels, yes, her essence that just feels so natural uh, and not at all, like you said, overwhelming. This next look, I 
also love. She also has an element of like something very close to her neck in all of these outfits. Like she's either wearing tight necklaces up top or not to spoil it, but in the last one, she has like a choker attached to the dress situation going on. Mm-hmm. Um, this third look is a Gucci dress. It has a big wide open V with, um, some, I don't know what kind of sleeves they would be like a cape dolman, like off the shoulder, almost. Type it of almost looks like a kimono style top. Yeah. Um, and it's black with, I'm assuming, are these pearls or beads just in these really dramatic vertical lines following all the way down the dress to this red velvet ruffle hem and if it sounds like a lot it is but like we said not overwhelming because why not throw a pair of satin green opera length gloves on top of that you know it could go very dishwasher very quickly but it's working like I feel like she should be Alessandro Michelle's muse because I think she would look fabulous in everything Gucci because she can pull off all of those layers the busyness Uh Also, side note, Katie, I would love to see you in this outfit. I think that I would really like to wear an outfit like this. I think that I would really like this open neckline with the wide shoulders. Um, And obviously, an opera length glove drama moment is an any day moment. So the last outfit she has on, as Katie was foreshadowing, is a Balmain gown, but it's made of denim. So we're bringing that effortless glam yet again, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like a Debussier top and kind of like almost a corseted style bodice down Mm -hmm. to the bottom mermaid cut. So it's slim through the waist flares at the bottom long sleeve. And then there's like denim strips going up to a choker, but it's kind of like a caging her collarbones and you can still see her chest. And I have not been a fan of Balmain for a while now just because I feel like it's really repetitive and what we see on the red carpet Lil Nas X tends to wear a lot of Balmain mm, and it tends to be mm-hmm. that same like overly embellished plated armor in this dress honestly <laughs> yeah he would actually look really good in this but I think that this feels like it's brand relevant but it's really fresh and it's also kind of reminding me of the JT Britney like mm, double denim VMAs yes. moment yes 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 fabulous and is that the end of our discussion here yes because now we're flying over the seas we're going to Uh, new york yes Yes. because we have serena williams final u.s open outfit yes if you are unaware this weekend serena williams ended her career though i have heard a handful of rumors saying that she may or may not retire. I don't really know where that's coming from or if that's substantiated or not, or if it's just a bunch of men trying to take away from her limelight moment. Um, you know, well, I think if you look at Brady, who's been saying he's going to retire and then unretires yeah. like a week later. Right. It's I, hard I to see trust. it happening here. Yes. yes. Like it's hard to trust. Um, but she wore a beautiful little black number. Um, I know that you did a lot of research on this, so I feel like you should be able to shine in all of your details here. Yes. So I'm sure everyone is aware of the controversies regarding Serena's outfits over the past few years, especially since she started working with Nike and Off-White back when Virgil Abloh was still alive and designing. And there's a lot of controversial moments of 
a cat suit on the tennis courts being called inappropriate tennis historically and notoriously had the very strict dress code that restricts what women are allowed to wear, even though their male counterparts are wearing something similar. And it's something that could get a player ejected from the game, even if they are the literal greatest of all time. <laughs> so there, I think there's a lot of hype surrounding what Serena wears because she's really solidified herself as a sport fashion icon in the past few years in the way that no other female athlete in recent years has done I don't think yes I actually have a lot of thoughts about the crossover between the professional athlete and the fashion icon I think it's one of the most difficult lines to walk um because for a musician it feels so much more natural it's not like you are competing you'll always be known as a musician first but there are athletes who have such you know a like outrageous sense of style that it almost like takes away from their athleticism in the media's eyes like people I think have a really hard time sitting with like being a fashion icon and being an athlete maybe because like fashion is traditionally female and athleticism is like male but that like is also why it's so important that Serena is this icon too because you know people have been so rude to her about her appearance and her strength and it's not fair um but it's awesome that she's really like getting this moment to shine you know shine literally literally I will say the only other sport fashion icon crossover area I feel like is the NBA with their tunnel outfits a thousand percent I have re I did some research and I have a whole TikTok ready sneak peek if you're listening to this podcast um obviously a whole thing researching like the best and the worst NBA walkout outfits because or tunnel outfits there are some amazing outfits that people clown people on and they are so fashionable. It's like the people who are reviewing these are not qualified to be reviewing fashion outfits. Like it is just no, not fair. Not fair. And like, I don't even think about like Dennis Rodman. Like he's just yes. worn some insane shit, but he's like ahead of his time when it comes to fashion. A thousand percent. But let's talk about Serena again. Like yeah, let's, let's get let's a run back on into her it. outfit. Okay. So Serena is wearing a black sheer top. Underneath it is a sparkling bodice. And then there is a six-layered tool skirt to represent her six Grand Slam wins at the U.S. Open. And then she designed her shoes as well with Nike that have over 400 diamonds, which is in collaboration with her jewelry line, spelling out queen and mama on each shoes. It has her initial in gold, very personalized. Yes. And then I loved her hair too. She had a slick back ponytail with a big like the, the ponytail had a lot of volume and in it would be like studded little diamonds all over which were which were referencing her first hairstyle from when she won in 1999 with the white beads in her hair which her daughter was wearing this year oh, and it was so cute. a precious moment so much symbolism I love it a man could never literally never and like there's so much symbolism I like read a whole article of breaking it down and she also she was heavily involved in the design of this outfit is inspired by figure skaters which I think is a 
a really striking point that figure skating uniforms are probably the only female uniforms that are designed to be aesthetically pleasing more so than any other sport and I guess you can maybe lump gymnastics in that as well but what other sports will add cheerleading to what other sports like have glitz and glam involved in it but like why can't they I think it's the three sports that you just named figure skating figure skating gymnastics and cheer are all you would immediately think of as like feminine sports um, I'm hard pressed. Also, like performance, like, performance oriented, right? And I think that that I, I'm hard pressed to like think of a sport right now that's like female dominated that isn't those three. Uh, so like pretty much if you just like put women in charge, everything will be more beautiful. I want some glittery soccer uniforms, right? For the women's national team, I want some glittery mermaid swimsuits. Yes, right? Like, come on, they could get some glitz and glam in there. But yeah. I think, Serena, it was a really striking, gorgeous outfit this year. Walking on, I feel like the all black really pops against the courts that are, you know, blue and green. And it's, if she is actually retiring, it'll be sad to lose us on the tennis courts, you know? Hopefully, someone will pick up the torch. Mm-hmm. And with that, we have one last final update topic about how we were insanely right about Kate Moss's renaissance and that we called that she was launching something because we were like this bitch has been underground for like 10 years now she's been in hiding all this there's press everywhere and we media sleuths knew that something was happening yes Kate Moss has officially announced her new wellness brand Cosmos we're unsure on the, like, C-O-S-S-M-O-S-S, correct? Or is it just yes. C-O-S-M-O-S? I think it's S-S. I think it's supposed to be way, a play on, like, Cosmos, but then her name is Moths, so you're inherently going to pronounce it wrong. I immediately am just off-put by the name. I am not a fan. Like I, I'm off-put by the fact that Kate Moss is not a fucking wellness icon. Well, yeah. Like, I don't love that. Like, it just feels... I did see one take that was saying that, like, oh, perhaps her if her angle is targeting former party girls, girls who are of a similar age, who perhaps have put off their wellness and are now really getting into it. Like, those girls, women aren't going to want to be buying into something like a road. Like they're, they don't connect with Hailey Bieber, you know? And also Hailey Bieber doesn't make products for them. Hailey Bieber makes products for 25 year olds as she should. But here's what, here's the thing, like with the branding, the branding is very uh, moss green, pale, bohemian stars, gold thin lines. Like I think it should have been done in a more like punk rock way of being like, this is wellness, but this is wellness for the reformed party girl. Yes. It's black. It's a little edgy. It's a little harder. There's like a riff on names. Like it's a little punny, you know, Yeah. rather than going for like the millennial bohemian brand that's been done a bajillion times before. Agreed. It's not going to stand out. It, I feel like it's going to fall flat unless they have some kind of you know, total realization and they start to incorporate more of the elements that we just talked about because obviously we are uh, wellness brand gurus, but it's just not, it's not going to land. Like, I feel like that space is saturated. Every celebrity has a skincare line. Um, are you really peddling Diet Coke on top of that too? That isn't 
Great. Right. It just, it brain. just seems weird. Like I, I just don't need it. You know, like I literally not from her. No, not at all. So love and respect you, Kate Moss. But I think that you're too late to the game. Like that ship has sailed. If you want to be making an impact, you're going to have to pick something that's not so overdone at this point and do it in a new way. Like you're, it just looks like a Gwyneth Paltrow rebrand. Agreed. But Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow started it like over 10 years ago. Exactly. Cause Gwyneth Paltrow was ahead of the curve and I do not like that woman personally, but I have respect for her in that regard. Like I do think that she is a good businesswoman. She just mm-hmm. irritates 100%. me. <laughs> so those are all of our topics for this week. I said that we had a lot to get through, but we of course always have time to talk about our outfits. So for everybody listening, of course, per usual, all of our outfit photos will be up on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. That's linked in the show notes. You're going to want to look at these because I in particular have a theme and that theme is wearing all black all week. I don't know if I... I'm in a rut. It doesn't necessarily feel like a rut. Um, I do have one outfit that literally made me gag and it was out of necessity and I have serious thoughts about it. Um, but how was your week? Well, my week is pretty good. I have like one too many outfits at the moment. So I'm trying to decide what to eliminate, which keeps being a theme. But what I've really noticed in the past few months is that my quality of photos has gone plummeting downhill. I feel like we both or I won't speak for you. I'll speak for myself. I've lost interest very heavily in Instagram. Yeah. And I just find myself not posting a lot. And no, I agree. They is- don't incentivize us to use the platform. They're literally, they literally punish us for trying to use a platform for its designed purpose. Like they want, they want to be TikTok. They're panicking and it's silly. Like I, it's ridiculous. And it pisses me off every single day. So I just don't invest my time in that platform. Exactly. And so my quality of photos have gone downhill and I keep forgetting, but somehow every week I have like at least six pictures to choose from, which makes me happy because I feel like it used to be a struggle to make sure that we had five. And again, my quality of photo downhill, but my quantity is higher, which overall means, and I'm still missing photos. Like I don't get every outfit that I love down So I think that means I'm wearing more outfits that I love on a daily basis, which is just an interesting correlation that I I love for myself. I feel like this is an instance where quantity over quality of photo is applicable. Like I don't mind that uh, for you. No, I'm very, I'm very happy about it because it means I'm getting dressed a lot and I like what I'm wearing. So let's start with Monday. I was at home and working from new home, home alert, new home setup, n- new home alert, hashtag old home alert, childhood home. And I now have like a, a office setup where my desk is not a literal foot from my bed for the first time in like two and a half years. And I will say that is instantly refreshing and groundbreaking to me. Yay. And I'm not stuck in a basement anymore. So Good perhaps news, that's Sam. contributing to the overall mood. Yes, perhaps. So I'm wearing this white mock neck ribbed tank top and it's like longer and it's over a black skirt that I got sent to me from Los Angeles Apparel, formerly known as American Apparel. 
And I have to say, the stuff they warned me, I've already worn every piece at least twice. Big fan. I lived and breathed for American Apparel, and I have not made any purchases from Los Angeles Apparel, but it is definitely on my radar. You know, like I'm also really I th- excited that perhaps I can thrift some old American Apparel. Yes, I'm saying I'm very impressed with the quality, Good. the fit, the price. I, I didn't buy this; I was gifted, so I'll say that again. But I like that dress I wore to Adesa. Like two of our friends were like, send me the link for that. So people are into it. Anyway, so escort loving, and then I just have these red slides, and I love this tank top it has like a mock neck it's kind of covered by my hair here but it is like so tight on my big ass head yeah. Andrew saw me like taking it off and he just saw like I was like you know when you like pull up a shirt and then you're like stuck in it your head's hanging towards the floor yeah it just saw me like losing the blood in my like all the blood <laughs> rushing to my head trying to get this shirt off because it's white and I had makeup on oh. and I was like this can't rub past my face Yep, but yep, the yep. neck hole is like too tight. too tight. But I love this shirt and I need to find a solution. But we're unsure what it is. My mom growing up always put a bandana over her face whenever she was pulling shirts on and off. Um, if she had makeup on. I don't know if that would help because it might get stuck in the neck. But worth a try. Worth a try. I think I do need to try it because it needs to happen. Okay, next day. Tuesday. Right? No. Wednesday. I flew to South Carolina and again, packing whirlwind, no idea where anything was shoving shit in the bag. I'm here for a while. There's a lot of events, but then also I always seem to under pack for the level of casualness of hanging out with like your family. Oh yeah, me. yeah. yeah. So I packed with the airport, I'm wearing a pair of jeans and my Reebok white sneakers and then my straw hat because traveling girlies know the deal you have to wear your straw hat in the airport and then I was wearing just a Led Zeppelin t-shirt oh part of this was also because I had self-tanner on so you need a certain level of things that are not white and that are not super form-fitting yep and so I just had my like Led Zeppelin tee knotted up in the front and okay so I go to the bar I'm working I have a double margarita oh my god I need to tell you about this man who sat next to me oh no Old, old old dude comes in super tan has a straw hat on like me oh okay so strolled you're matching. up we're matching strolled up next to me I can immediately feel his his vibe his energy I'm like this man's gonna want to talk to me I just Ugh, know it you can feel it every time and I have my laptop out I'm clocking away and he's like oh where are you going South Carolina where are you going back to Naples where he lives? And I was like, yep, that checks out. <laughs> and he's like, just chatting me a little bit. And I'm like answering, but like not leading on. In a right? short way. Yeah. And then I look over the phone and I see that it's like on the Instagram DMs. And cause you know how you can like color, you can change your background of the DMs. No. So you could have like, I can make the one between you and I like rainbow. Oh, or, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or can make it like heart. Mm-hmm. So like my one with Andrew is hearts, obviously. Okay. It's cute. And so this man had this hearts one up. So I knew it was Instagram DM. And of course he's an old dude. So his font is like very, very large. Ah, and yes. I look over and because he's like also giving me, all, he's giving a flirtatious vibe. I could just yeah. feel it the second he approached. I was like, it's happening. 
But I look over and he's like, baby, are you excited for me to come see you M all caps with a lot of M's home? But it was so like the text is so large that I could read it. And I was like, I read this man like a book. The second I saw him, I was like, I know his energy. I know his and vibe. And Instagram he's really delivered. DM. Yeah, like that's where we're at. No. And I was like, I hope it's a sugar baby and that she's getting paid at least. Yeah, but. right. We really we're hoping good things for her. So that was my first occurrence. I had drank my double margarita. I go to Starbucks because I'm like, I should get a coffee before the plane because it's like the afternoon and a double margarita probably wasn't the smartest call. <laughs> so I go, I get my Starbucks pumpkin just release. You know, I get a pumpkin oh, flavor yes, drink too, but I'm in the line and I, for some reason on this plane airport trip, did not have my AirPods in, which is usually mm-hmm. unlike me. Usually I'm blasting shit. But I walk up and then this man's like a few people ahead of me. He's like, sorry, like, I just had to ask. I was just having a conversation with this about like his wife or something. And he's like, can you name, do you listen to the band that you're wearing on your shirt? Can you name two songs no, that aren't Airway no, to Heaven? No, no, I fucking Sir. hate that shit. I was like, I listened to the band, but I just had a double margarita and you're catching me off guard at the moment. Also, I don't owe you shit. You're a random person in a fucking airport. Get off of my dick. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Literally. So I am panicking just because like you could ask me my favorite. Art. You could be like, Anna Grace, what are two Lord songs? you love? What are two Red Hot Chili Pepper songs you love right now? I would freeze and up. I would panic. I would yeah. freeze up. I don't know. Fashion comes very easy. I think just song titles kind of escape me a lot. Yeah, that's fair. Like I could like maybe sing a song, but I come up with, I believe black dog and. Oh my God. Whole lot of love. Okay. But then I literally like, I get, I'm panicking. I get my coffee and I don't panic a lot, but this is just a scenario that I always dread and it happened to me. (laughs) And then after I get my coffee, I was like, I literally forgot my one of my top three favorite songs of all time is going to california by led zeppelin specifically the bbc live version mm-hmm. it escaped my brain had no, like, had and no you memory of course only of thought about it after you had already left exactly so then i get on the plane and then this other guy which i appreciate his energy he was like i had that same shirt 40 years ago and i was like oh, oh. cute Love that. And I was like, this other guy was just trying to quiz me at the Starbucks. <laughs> and then I made the whole front of the plane laugh. Good moment. No. <laughs> so the shirt was very eventful at the airport. Right. The shirt really caused a lot of controversy. Yes, it did. So the next day, we're in Greenville. We're going shopping with my aunt. My aunt's like, mm, you need to wear my golden gooses today. And I was like, yes, you oh, are right. I will fun. be doing that. Yeah. So she has like three pairs. So I wore this pair that are like cheetah and they have a pink star on the side and then the black the back like heel part is like a bright blue so it perfectly matched my los angeles apparel blue dress which i was just talking about it is such a good throw on summer dress and then i only brought one purse because all of my purses were packed up so it's the mark jacobs one you've been seeing with my silver hoops and i did end up buying two dresses where one was a present for my aunt and then the other one i bought for myself that are really cute because I was really struggling to find any dresses in Maryland because the shopping was sucking when I went out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about that. So you'll see those in the near future. And then we go to the bachelorette party, which was in Hilton Head for my cousin. On Saturday, we were going on a sailboat ride. It was supposed to be like dolphin sightseeing, but there were no dolphins no. to be found. But 
I was getting dressed and I was like, okay, we're on a sailboat. So you want to be wearing like a certain, like you can't be wearing a dress. Yeah. Well, I was thinking functionality wise, you can't wear a dress that blows up, right? Yeah. Could get a little chilly. You might need a layer. So I wore the same Los Angeles apparel score with my Zara green muscle tank and then this like thrifted oversized green stripe button down this like old navy with my Reebok sneakers and then my hair was greasy as fuck mm-hmm. so I was like slick back ponytail but also works because again hair down on a boat ride is not a thing and right, overall functionality I was very happy about this great but for taking photos a men's 2xl stripe button down and a tucked in muscle tank were not a good combo not 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 it no, at, at all points, it looked awful in the photos, but <laughs> lesson learned. And then that night we went out and we all wore black while the bride wore white and I wore the same skirt. Okay. I literally wore it at least three times in this past week. So worth the buy. Cute. Yeah. With this, I believe I told this on here, but my grandma bought like a 91 year old lady's entire wardrobe. Yeah. And that's yes. where I got that crochet dress from. And then I got a bunch of like lingerie from it. Oh, I wore this top the night we went out in Fells, but it's like a black oh, lace yeah, cami. Yeah. Yep. So I had that in my wardrobe or my suitcase. So I just threw that on and then I had my little bag and I was wearing, what shoes did I wear? Oh, just like these little white kitten heels. But I really love that I did not look like I was from here when I was wearing this. I was not oh. giving off any Southern girl vibe. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm from the North and you could tell. And I was <laughs> loving it. But Good. then our night got shortly ended so it this album did not live very didn't long. see too much <laughs> no but that was my five outfits in a week yay and yeah happy Good. With that. well especially given your situation at the moment yeah we're making it work again I just always think about where we were a year ago yeah complaining every episode I think we've come a long way light years ahead all right. How about so, you? Yeah. Let's so see. this week I had a pretty hectic week. I had some visitors. My dad and my stepmom were visiting and we had a pretty busy week at work. So it was just um, lots happening and it has been documented via outfits. Monday night, we went out to eat at Tagliata, one of the Italian restaurants in town. And it was like 8 PM. I had spent all day just like not in any kind of clothes and pulled out this outfit, which I really liked. You're kind of missing the shoes here. I'm wearing my cowboy boots. Um, but I like the combo of the like flamenco dancer up top Western vibe on the bottom, uh, wearing my silver Mark Jacobs purse, black Bermuda shorts, like flouncy. Uh, yeah, just like, wait, you just said, um, you said your silver Mark Jacobs purse. Oh, but it's Michael no. Kors. Michael Kors, MK, not MJ. <laughs> We're just gonna have to like we need to name them or something. For real. They're like now we have like the same vibe. No, agreed. Uh so I don't know. Should, um, I could just call mine Michael, but that's my dad. Yeah, Michael name, so. and Mark. Mm, I don't, yeah, Mike. No, Michael is better. Uh, silver <laughs> earring, slick back bun, red lip. Um, I really liked this outfit. It came together at the last minute and I'll likely be doing the cowboy boot and Bermuda short combo again in the future. When did you get this top? 
I bought this top in DC at the, at that red, some red tab or something thrift store that I told you about. Oh, um, I haven't been yet. Yeah. 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 Um, this is the second time that I've worn it. Um, it has like not super limited use cases. It's really good for, um, like a casual fancy moment. Okay. Like it's very easily dressed down without feeling dressed down. I like it. Then on Thursday, we went to first Thursdays, um, an outdoor music food situation, uh, with everybody. And I wore just my wide leg jeans, black shoe top converse, little seashell necklace, black purse, like not anything earth shattering. I didn't love this outfit. I didn't hate this outfit. It was functional. Like, I don't know. I definitely, I didn't necessarily struggle, but I was just like, I don't know. What am I going to want to wear outside in the heat, uh, sitting on the ground? Like, I don't want to wear shorts or a dress. Like I need to wear long pants, but I don't want to be super hot. It's just like an end of summer outfit. Like I feel like we've been complimenting ourselves on our ability to get dressed this summer. And I a thousand percent believe that we deserve that, but I am reaching the end of summer as far as like (laughs) inspo points. (laughs) You're over it. Then the next day we took a little jaunt around town, went to some bookshops and some vintage stores and some breweries and some restaurants. Like it was a great day all around. Um, I wore this J crew cotton midi dress with like a halter top or it has a halter top rather um some chunkier flip-flops again with the michael kors bag silver chain necklace little bow in the hair it was also a great outfit for a hot day um but was still continuously appropriate you know like it carried easily from late morning through to early evening Okay, this is the outfit that actually made me barf. I <laughs> felt like I was in college. I got ID'd twice. So I really think that that speaks to the sophistication level of this outfit. It is a square neck bodysuit with little denim shorts and white tennis shoes and my stupid Lululemon fanny pack because my stepmom needed to borrow a tiny bag to get into the baseball game. And I couldn't give her the fanny pack. Like it just was not polite, you know, like she had to have a real purse. She's the elder. Right. And so then now I'm stuck looking like a college student and it was like, it was fine. Like, honestly, I didn't feel and like it, it didn't do anything wrong. Like, okay, here's the thing. It's a, it's a classic outfit because it does look good at the end of the day, but it's just really basic. Like exactly, like everyone yeah. has a version of it, but it's because at the end of the day, it does look relatively good. You know, right? Like it, I felt fine. Like I didn't feel out of place. I felt like an appropriate amount of attractiveness. You know, you're like <laughs> I'm, I don't look like a bum, but I'm not like serving a look. I was yeah. I was neutral, so it was fine. Then the next day we hiked and had an outdoorsy day. I'm wearing my Aritzi. Oh, I guess my bodysuit here is from ASOS. My jeans are Levi's and my shoes are Under Armour. And my fanny pack is Lulu. And my orange earrings, my only orange item was thrifted. 
So then next day, hiking day, had a great time, went up to Frederick um, area, did some little hikes, had some dinner, uh, stayed overnight, which was fun. I was like, Cute. it's literally an hour away. And Seth was like, I don't want to drive because we wanted to hike today and yesterday. And well, it's Labor Day weekend. It's a little well, Right. Exactly. So it was fun. Uh, and this is what I wore. Uh, I want to get, I think I have, a. I really enjoy wearing a onesie slash romper. Like it's comfortable. It feels low effort. I think I would also really like exercising in these, um, or like doing yoga in these, but I think the only color I would ever wear them in is black. I can't really see myself wearing this in a color. But what if you had like a red one? Yeah, I guess maybe a red one. Um, or like a cobalt blue, like the color of your dress. I think the issue that I'm foreseeing, I'm literally just speculating here, is that you're assuming a lot of them will be earth tones. Mm. And you don't do earth tones. No, I don't do earth tones. So perhaps I should go on the hunt for a color that would be appropriate and then give it a try and see how I feel. Yes. And that is my week in outfits. Five outfits in a week. What did we decide it was called? Mm, week in five fits. That was my week in five fits. <laughs> and this has been a fabulous episode. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Loved chatting with you. We had so much good to discuss. Remember to follow both of us on TikTok at Anna Grace Averett and at Katie Gassman uh, because we alluded to, you know, some things that we've been posting on there and it's important to be kept up to date. Get in on the combo. And with that, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Verve is the only source for everything fashion on the internet. If you've been inspired to get dressed up for yourself this week, tag us to be featured on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Katie Gassman and at Anna Grace Averett. Links are in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Katie Gassman and Anna Grace Averett. Edited by Katie Gassman. Creative direction by Anna Grace Averett. This has been a three beverage media production.